0: Welcome to the Myth Taken Podcast. Um, Today is special. We have our very first guest. Ooh. Very first guest. So, I'm Amanda. I'm Dan. And our guest is... Hi, I'm Alex. Woo! Yay! Yay! Thank you for joining us. So, we're going to shake things up a little bit. Um, I will talk about a creature, and Alex has one that she would like to... Share with us as well. So this will be fun. Yay! Excited. Dan looks riveted over there. I
1: c- so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to turn my mic off and just let it ride.
0: Let it ride. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll get down into it. Um, the creature I looked up is, uh, well, he's from another part of the world, not USA. Um, any guesses? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a creature outside yeah, of the United he's not here. Is it, is it some kind <laughs> of Sasquatch-like creature?
0: No, because, I mean, we've done the skunk ape, and that was close to Sasquatch, but we haven't done any other Sasquatches.
1: Is it Nessie?
0: It is not.
1: Is it Nessie?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> is it a reptile? Brazilian? I mean, parts, maybe? Ooh. I don't know.
1: Is, is it... I don't know.
0: All right. Well, what is one of the countries that has some of the scariest critters out there?
1: Australia. There you go. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. True. True. Killers out there. They have some wild, crazy beasts. I've never been there, but... I've heard.
1: Yeah. Uh, my grandparents had a reader's digest in the bathroom, and I remember being a young child and reading about spiders that <laughs> could bite through your toenail.
0: Oh, no. Yep. No! <laughs> no! Terrifying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and kangaroos are not something you want to mess with either. That's what I've heard as well.
1: <laughs> Especially those super buff ones.
0: I know. Have you seen pictures of them?
2: I have, but I didn't know if they were real because they just looked so crazy. They're (laughs) totally real. Wow.
1: (laughs) Uh, And, I mean, kangaroos are also just, like, fairly feisty as well.
2: They've got an attitude.
1: Yeah. They will mess you up.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Well, here's yet another cryptid that might mess you up down under. Mate. Crikey.
1: (laughs) racists
0: wait (laughs) what happened
1: nothing happened
0: oh I can't hear myself anymore oh see there now I can hear myself
1: it's just those headphones yeah
0: I'm sorry people I have headphones that don't work well I guess it's okay
2: she donated her good
0: pair to me yeah for this episode gotta give it to the guests. Um, so, yeah, this cryptid is from Australia, and my notes say all okay. over Australia, although it likes to stick close to water. So, we're talking creeks and riverbeds, billabongs, waterholes, swamps. Billabong? That is a word that was in my research. Oh. Billabongs.
1: So, yeah. it's not just a clothing company. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I was thinking, too.
1: 90s <laughs> <Nineties> clothing.
0: Right. <laughs> right. I know. it we know it as that but and when you google billabong it brings up all of the clothing hmm. not the definition of the word um but maybe i can get it pulled up here billabong a branch of a river forming a backwater or stagnant pool made by water during a flood okay there
2: so we go. have
1: billabongs like all over
0: yeah mhm
2: mm-hmm. interesting Name for a brand, but... I know, why would you mm-hmm. name clothing after
0: that?
1: Right. <laughs> what, what does it mean? <laughs> Stagnant water after a flood. You know. Perfect. I want to look like that. Yes, yes. Might. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, you said so it so convincingly, I'll just... <laughs> so, yeah, this creature likes the water, hangs out mostly in the water. The really... One of the defining aspects of it that we know for sure is that it is amphibious. Mm.
1: And Australian.
0: And Australian. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as the description goes, it's kind of all over the board. Um, So what I'm talking about is the bunyip. Have you heard of the bunyip? Bunyip? Can you spell that? (laughs) B-U-N-Y-I-P. Bunyip. Never heard of it. Yep. So, bon So, Bunyip um, is Aboriginal or Wimba Wimba for devil or evil spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, I have them go to quotations. Can Prady, which I might not be saying right, but that is a maybe another word they used. Um, so, the descriptions, like I said, are all over the board for this guy. Um... He might have been also called Bunjil, which is the great man who made mountains, rivers, man, and animals. And I feel like there's more of a story to Bunjil that I mm-hmm. didn't look up. So he's part of their creation myth of how, like, the world was created or animals came. Well, to be? that part makes me think perhaps, mm. but okay. I don't think the cryptid itself is really part of that. Ah, um, Bunyip, Bunyip. Like when, hump day, bun yep. Sorry. Anyway, um, so there's lots of descriptions. Some say this Bunyip is big. Some say they're small. Some say they're furry. Some say they have scales. Some say they're skinny. Some say they're a little more beefy. Mm-hmm. Um, rotund. <laughs> rotund, yes. Uh, and yeah, it I could think. have a dog face or a horse tail or tusks or some one site out there even said it's like a bearded snake man oh hey. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> fun little picture um so i got one that said it's part bird part alligator mm-hmm. with a head like an emu <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and Some say it has a very long bill that's like serrated on the edge of it, Mm -hmm. which sounds really creepy. Um, But then others are saying, you know, it's got, it's like an enormous starfish, which is not at all part bird, part alligator. So Hmm. this is what I'm saying. The descriptions are everywhere.
1: If I know anything about Australians, it's their drunks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So
0: you're just going to make that generalization. Yep. Sorry,
1: Take it how Australia,
0: you will. Sorry, Australia. Do
2: they like their hallucinogens there?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: Um, body and legs like an alligator. They're thick and strong, but the forelegs are longer than the hind legs. Claws. It's got claws. But even though it has claws, it supposedly hugs its prey to death. Oh, Mm-hmm. Just, like, squeezes them? Like, really, really good mm. bunya pug. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, Some, s- like, it's mostly in the water, but it does come on land. And when it does, it can apparently stand up on its hind legs. And when it does that, it can be 12 to 13 feet tall. Wow. Which seems big, so I don't know why some people think it's small. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: it probably just has a, a little itty-bitty, like, head.
0: Well, the emo head, right? Little uh, little bitty emo head yeah. on a big alligator body. Oh, right, right. That could explain it, maybe. Another place said it had a snout like an owl. Uh, like a beam? snout a like an owl. A snout oh, <laughs> like I mean. an owl. <laughs>
1: an owl has a beak I because know. an owl is a bird.
0: I mm. know. That's why I had to put that in there cuz <laughs> <laughs> it's like what what is a snout what like in that? <laughs> <laughs> Told you. One of the sources which I will say at the end mm-hmm. and Drunks. you can try to find it for yourself. Yeah. Um and that it's nocturnal. Mm-hmm. Um it can swim really well. Which hopefully you yeah. can mm-hmm. since it is amphibious, so. Right.
1: However, you s- you said it's front legs are longer than its rear
0: yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Hmm. so (laughs) another site I saw said 60% of people who've seen it say it resembles a seal or swimming dog 20% say it has a long neck with a small head and whatever remaining percentage can't get their story straight basically Mm -hmm. so maybe it has whiskers maybe well nobody no places Mm. mentioned whiskers true hmm but i mean some fish
1: have like whiskery like things yeah 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 Mm -hmm. i just
0: threw that in there but Mm -hmm. Hmm. there's one description says it has one eye one very large eye on its head and a mouth on its stomach oh my god that sounds (laughs) so scary
1: (laughs) Are these homunculus? (laughs)
0: Like (laughs) 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 Like, all of these descriptions don't really like put together any picture that is cohesive. (laughs) Um, It's got a loud roar. And most of the places I looked for information, they didn't really talk about it having powers. But one place swears it has three different powers. Okay. First one is it can alter the water level of, I assume, whatever body of water it's in. Okay.
1: So it controls the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm
0: hmm. Uh, okay. Another one is that it can cripple its victims with its roar.
1: Sonic boom.
0: Sonic boom.
1: <laughs> it's guile. It's guile.
0: It's, gu- oh, maybe it is. <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
1: Oh wait, he's all American. It's not Guile. Oh yeah, he it's he's Trump not. I'll yeah. an see.
0: And then the third one is that it can hypnotize humans to be its slaves, Ooh. which I don't know why it needs slaves. Maybe it just needs a lot of hugs. So it, yeah. it
1: is it a siren?
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so yeah, that should give you a great idea of what it looks like. I, yeah, you'd like I that.
1: have absolutely no idea. <laughs> oh, I see it. There have been far too many dis- discrepancies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It looks like an owl, dog, fish, man.
0: A frog. bearded snake, man, frog, alligator, emo. Owl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> snout like an owl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: A snout. <laughs> Bite. Uh,
0: so... Um, there, I will get into some sightings first. I think I'm going to do some of the folklore around it. So the, the Aboriginal people, um, had tales or I guess dreamings, dream something. Mm -hmm. There's a word that they use, dream talks, dream somethings, sorry, um, but they say that the creatures stalked the water for any prey that came close. Um, so at first they just wanted anything that came close to the water, mm. but then eventually they wanted humans and then eventually it was just children that they wanted.
1: Mm-hmm. So these were like drug induced dreams. I don't know. Oh, you didn't look into what the dream thing was well, like?
0: Well, cause like, I think the aboriginals just have like a lot of like dream
1: Things. Projections.
0: How they how they like pass down their stories. They, it's like there's certain phrase for help oh, okay. for their stories. So
1: it's it's not like like a like a Native Americans like
2: um, dream thingy. Not like a dream journey or I don't, a, think, that they so. Themselves I don't into think so. I don't so. Something like
0: that. I didn't get the sense of it. I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I, that's not what I got from okay. it. Mm-hmm. Um. So. The bunyip was kind of told as a bedtime story um, to say that, like, oh, the bunyip will target livestock and children whenever they get close to the water. And that could just be a way for them to keep their kids from getting close to the water and drowning. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Boy, you don't know how to swim.
0: The bunyip will get you if you go near the water, that kind of thing. Um, But there is a legend about a man called Bunyip.
1: The Bunyip man?
0: His name was Bunyip. And I should have looked into Legend More. He broke the Rainbow Serpent's Law, which the Rainbow Serpent's Law was you cannot eat your totem animal. Mm -hmm. So he broke the law. He ate whatever his totem animal was. Okay. And for that, he was banished forever to be an evil spirit known now as the Bunyip. Oh, he
3: Bun-
2: so
0: started out as a man mm-hmm. who didn't follow the rules
3: yep, of his totem
0: animal. And the rainbow serpent had to lay the smackdown on him. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay. His
2: um, totem animal
1: mm-hmm. was some kind of weird chimera. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> his totem animal was every animal combined into oh. some crazy...
0: Turducken? hmm mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> Um there is another word I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna say it right because it I don't know how to say it. I will spell it for you if you like. Okay. (laughs) N G A R R I N D J E R I. Oh. Nagarinjeri. This group of people called it a water spirit. And they said that it only went after people who took more than their fair share of fish mm. and other resources. Mm. So, I mean, they're trying to conserve all the resources. going to say an evil water demon is after you. All right. It could work. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It must have. All right. So we'll get into some sightings. Um, in 1818... We have James Meehan and Hamilton Hume. They found large bones in Lake Bathurst, which was New South Wales area. Um, attributed to the bunyip, the bones themselves look similar to a manatee or a hippo, apparently. But they're like, these are bunyip bones. In the 1830s, jumping ahead, oh wait, maybe I should jump down here. I've got things in different places. I'm not going on a timeline. So 1812, back up six years. The Sydney Gazette used the word bon yip to describe a large seal-like animal with a terrible voice. So that was one of the newspapers. I don't know why they described the seal, but that's what they did. And then we had the Humes, the Mihan and the Hume bone finding in the 1818s. And then 1830 is our next one. George Rankin. See, I like this because there's actually like lots of names. It's a lot of times I look up stuff and there's like no names. It's like a man with a truck. or <laughs> 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 um, So George Rankin, he found fossilized bones of a creature larger than an ox or a buffalo in the Wellington Caves. And he's like, this must be the bones of a bunyip. (laughs) Large bones? Those are bunyip bones. Those are bunyip bones. Just by default. (laughs) Later, um, people attributed them to be bones of an extinct animal, which maybe they were. They were saying it was a diprototon, which was a giant wombat that went extinct like 30 to 50,000 years ago. Um, which, if you look up a diprototon, they look pretty cool. They really are just like a little, well, a big marsupial mm, yes. guy.
1: Its front legs are longer than its rear.
0: Ooh. Mm. Oh, they are? Yeah. I mm-hmm. mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. Um, well, well bad. <laughs> So it could be that, or they thought maybe it was a nototherium, which. Looks very similar to a hmm Yeah, they
2: look almost the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of slothish. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, they thought, oh, those buns are probably these guys. Um, 1845, July. Um, the Geelong Advertiser described the creature and used the name Bunyip. I think that was maybe the first time in print that bunyip has been used. And a man named M- Mumbo Ran had wounds on his chest, and he claimed that they were from the claws of the bunyip. Mm. Um, like, look at these wounds, guys! These are bunyip. Bunyip got me wounds.
3: Mm.
1: Well, his name was Mumbo Ran.
0: Mumbo Ran so M U M B O W R A N.
1: Mumbo Ran. Mumbo Ran. Yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't found some like witch doctor that was all like Holly Mo. You think so? Yeah, with a name like Mumbo Ran. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> he was like y'all night.
0: In eighteen forty seven, a skull was found, more bones, and put into display. In the museum. Um, and it was actually on display, I think, for at least a couple days as a bunyip. And lots of people came to see this school. That was supposedly the bunyip school. Mm-hmm. They did end up, like, taking I it away. <laughs> and say, oh, no, we're sorry. That was just the, the cranium of a disfigured horse. So yeah, so but it's interesting that I got into a museum. Mm -hmm. Like they were anxious; they wanted (laughs) (laughs) the (laughs) bunyip.
3: Someone took
1: that out of there. No, that (laughs) it's cover up.
0: Maybe, maybe it was really a bunyip, and they were just like, "Oh no, we're wrong. We're totally wrong. There's no bunyip." Curious. Mm -hmm. In Mm -hmm. 1852, William Buckley. He was a person who lived with the Watarang people. I might not have said that right, (laughs) but that was my try, um, for 30 years. And he said he saw the creature several times in Lake Mutawari. Um, so he's like, oh yeah, the bunyip, I always saw that thing. I was living out there for 30 years. It was always in this lake. Um, but then he was like, oh, I mostly saw its back, though. Like, I didn't really see its front. Hmm. And he said it. W- his back was covered with feathers and As was the size of a calf. In the water, but covered with feathers. Yeah.
1: None of the other things have said these were feathered.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Buckley says hmm. they were feathered. And he saw it. So. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I saw Several imagine. times. What are you looking around for there, Dan?
1: I, I keep hearing a squeaking.
0: Oh, is it m- my chair?
1: Yes. <laughs> I
0: was wondering <laughs> about that too. eighteen fifty seven We've got Edwin Stockwiller and he was out. He drew the bunny up, um, and his drawings were published in the paper. Oh. So he was out on a boat, a little a little dingy boat it might not have been a dinghy but it was a frail boat and he said he w- got within 30 feet of the bunyip and he fired at it but he couldn't capture it like why w- Aww, did why he do you yeah? start shooting at something
1: what uh, in all of these stories too when when people are like man i saw this weird creature and you know what i did i shot at it <laughs> i you know i it i didn't think twice i just got my gun And I fired.
0: (gasps) What is that thing? I gotta shoot it.
1: (laughs) It's coming right for me. They want that
0: carcass for proof.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) seems a little harsh. So we tried shooting at it. Didn't didn't take. And then he's like, "Oh well, I you know I could have gotten closer, but I heard that it was really ferocious, and my boat was real frail, so I I didn't get closer. But he did have time to draw it while he was on his boat apparently <laughs> um he called it a mix of a water mole and sea serpent um he said that he did not call it a bunyip or comment on the size of it but but he will reveal all of it in his diorama that would that he was working on <laughs> I'm impressed you to make a diorama? Yeah,
2: it's just in a like morning.
1: a huge like like a sweet nutria or something.
0: Well, he actually did do a diorama. It took him four years. Wow! He painted it. It ended up being a mile long, made up of seventy different pictures.
1: Oh, a mile long?
0: That's what it said. Yeah, hmm. and it
1: it's a work of a madman.
0: Mysteriously mad yeah. disappeared. Nobody can find this diorama of his now. So he just
3: yeah, because it was
1: so big, and someone was like, "What is this garbage?" <laughs> 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 just trucked it off somewhere.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna build a fence with
1: this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all
1: right? Oh, look at all this wood, mate.
2: Are there pictures of the diorama? I or
3: like, I
0: didn't see
2: any pictures
3: that he did of the it, but he
0: just
2: diorama
3: in it.
0: But I could try to Google. Oh, yeah, that's not going to work. Anyway, so <laughs> those were all in the 1800s. Um, oh, this,
1: this diorama was made in the 1800s? Yeah, yeah 1857.
0: Yeah, that's a crazy person. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Um, somewhat more modern, although not, not this day and age, but there was some telling of the burrowing bunyip. Um, burrowing, I think, is a swamp. The name of a swamp, and in the 1930s, there were some railway workers who heard strange noises coming from the swamp, so they ran away. They're like, Nope, I'm out, those are weird noises, let's get out. In the 1960s, we have Mr. Ed Wolfrey who heard it, he heard a bull like roar. And he said it shook the bottles off of the shelves at Burrowing's Pub. (laughs) (laughs) So, good old Ed Wolfrey. And then in 1974, part of the swamp was dammed up. And that's when apparently a lot of these stories of hearing it stopped after that. So maybe they dammed up the Bunwick wood as well. I don't know, but that is the closest I've gotten to our day and age. There's Um, not been
1: anything more recent.
0: I haven't heard of anything more Mm. recent, but, you know, I can always do further research on that. Um, I do know that the bunyip has had lots of things, like, made in its likeness, um... In 2017, so people are still thinking about the bunyip, because in 2017, someone thought maybe it's, you know, a southern cassowary. His name was Carl Brandt, and that's what he thought the bunyip was. There are some horror movies. What is that thing that he thought it was? The southern cassowary.
1: It was a cassowary.
0: Here, let me pull up a picture.
1: I think it's made up, too.
0: It's not made
1: up. Cassowary. looks like a fake bird.
2: Mm. It's definitely a bird. Yeah.
1: Like a Looney Tune.
0: <laughs> I like the Roadrunner, yep.
1: A merry melody.
0: I mean, kind of a, there's your bird bird head, right? Bird
1: head? Bird head.
0: <laughs> there are a couple horror movies out there which might be a fun fun watch. One is just called Bunyip.
1: Is it and as good as Antlers? <laughs>
0: I'm sure. <laughs> and one is called Red Billabong. Mm.
1: Is it just about stagnant water? Mm-hmm. Is it like the mist?
2: <laughs> totally. Okay. What year did like say Billabong come out? I didn't actually put oh. the year
0: and that. that's all right. I'm just curious.
2: If I or can look it up.
1: Bunyip.
0: Uh there's a children's book called Bunyip of Berkeley's Creek. Bunyip. There was a story in the Brown Fairy book by Andrew Lang, which came out in 1904, and it had the bunyip in it. In 2001, the National Library of Australia chronicled sightings for a traveling exhibi- exhibit about the bunyip. So there could be lots more sightings out there that I didn't find because the National Library did like a whole traveling thing about it.
1: Oh, in 2015, a movie called Bunyip was made.
0: 2016
2: was Red Billabong. I don't know if they're the same movie or if there was two movies.
1: The Bunyip movie? Yeah, Red Billabong, 2016. So 2015, Bunyip, the plot was, when a team building a hike strays into the territory of an unknown Australian predator, this group of tech savvy thrill seeking city folk will discover that some legends have teeth.
2: Do you want to hear this this Ooh. synopsis too? Yeah. Okay. Red Billabong 2016, should I try the accent? Yeah, yeah, no, you gotta put some, For some, entertainment value.
1: some some twang on it.
2: In the Australian yes. Outback, two brothers discovered old secrets and family lies. I don't know what the <laughs> i like oh, that's it that's correct as the friends start to go missing they fear they are being stalked by someone or something things thing. <laughs> okay that was excellent oh God. that was so oh good
1: goodness. mate
0: shouldn't have done that <laughs> yeah so check out those movies they sound great. I'm excited. I'm going to mm-hmm. check it out. I think that um, maybe Alex will narrate one for us one of these days, maybe.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, mate.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Um,
1: There's also, in 1986, Hector's Bunyip. A young boy is abducted by a bunyip.
2: <laughs> That's, it. That's, That's it. End that of is plot. The
1: end of the synopsis. That's all you need.
0: Say no more, we're in. Oh, crikey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. There's one more little fact I have that I find really cool and makes me want to visit Australia, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of did anyway, although they do have a lot of scary creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, But apparently if you go to the Murray Bridge in South Australia, you can put a coin in. And a mechanical bunyip will come out of a cave and roar at you. And that just sounds so awesome. <laughs> I was kind of hoping,
1: like, you place a coin and then, like, a little creature, like, a little mechanical creature kind of, like, hops out and just takes the coin and <laughs> goes back into that
0: it. That would be pretty cool, too. Um, yeah. I mean, that's basically it for the bunyip that I found. Although some people do use bunyip as a term it, it came to mean imposter or pretender. And oh, you friggin' bunyip? Yeah, and some folks gave it gave it as a name to one of the the political parties in Australia. Mm. They're a bunch of bunyips. Almost an insult, right? See? Um, but look hey, look at
2: these cool bunyip pictures.
1: You look like a snooted owl. <laughs> yep. Friggin' (laughs) bunyip.
2: Snow to Dowell.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: some of these bunyips are pretty cute.
1: Like, a like weird saber toothed tiger thing, and mm-hmm. I know yeah. all over the
0: map as right. far as mm-hmm. how they're so depicting and like, it. What's this little guy?
2: That I is do
1: not know. It almost looks
0: like a snallygaster or something. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. its legs are like not legs, but
1: they're. Sorry, us looking at pictures is tr- <laughs> true. I know. Weird. Well,
0: everybody has a Google machine, <laughs> yeah, maybe Google or that. or can access a Google it's machine. Worth it. Just Google Bunyip. you'll find all these cool pictures.
1: I see.
2: I was um, checking I'll Instagram post to see if anyone hashtag Bunyip. Maybe we could see if someone has pictures of a Bunyip.
0: Yeah, and what are your results?
2: I don't see anything. <laughs> I See some plants and <laughs> oh. dogs and.
1: There was also in 2013 Bunyip the movie. Oh. Filmed while conducting a scientific research. I clicked on it, and now it's a... Okay, there. (laughs) Uh, Filmed while conducting a scientific research expedition in the expansive outback of Australia, Bunyip the movie is engulfed in both prevailing political debate and historic legend, funded by a government grant. Dr. Nick Jensen and Bunyip enthusiast Lindsay Farland search the continent far and wide for the elusive creature. Trailing them with the camera in hand is a rather eccentric and not always reliable assistant who has... What the hell? <laughs> um, in, 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 in yeah. Forest of Tasmania to the magnificent Ningaloo Reef of Western Australia. Dr. Jensen and his team's efforts to... Finally, prove the existence of the mythical Bunyip, is a twisted tale filled with beauty, tragedy, and adventure. Ripping,
0: beauty, tragedy, mm-hmm. adventure—it's got everything. Mm-hmm. 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 Not love, though. Mm. Oh. Well, who needs love? Whoa! Uh, <laughs>
3: excuse me. No, just <laughs> 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 All
0: right. So my sources. I got stuff from cryptids.fandom.com, Wikipedia, WorldBook.com, AustralianGeographic.com, DailyMail.co.uk, and ThoughtCatalog.com. Um, and that is the bunyip. So, let's do our
2: yetis.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, can you can you explain the yeti system to me one more time? It's
3: yeah,
1: like, um, whose line is it anyway?
2: It's been a while since I've seen that. There 10?
1: I mean, well. Yeah, yetis. <laughs> I think our
0: scale is 10. Is it? It goes up to 10. Does it go up to I, I don't I think, remember. I mean, we don't remember. Okay. Honest, we'll say it goes up to 10. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So the more yetis it gets, the more believable you, you think it is. Mm-hmm. And the fewer yetis, Got the it. less believable you okay. think it is. Okay. What's your yeti? I'm
1: going to say three yetis.
0: Three? Yep. That's pretty low for you.
1: Well, because owls <laughs> don't have snouts.
0: <laughs> that's true.
1: <laughs> Unless I'm I'm totally mistaken and some owl file will tell me that I'm wrong. Yes, because
0: I'm sure a lot of them listen to this podcast. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We are Definitely. popular yeah. with the owl folk. Wow. Yeah. You didn't that's know that, honor. did you? Yeah,
1: that's so cool.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Be prepared. Be prepared to get some owl mm-hmm. mail. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: <laughs> a literature
0: <laughs>
2: what, what's your yeti oh, you know I think I'm gonna go higher than Dan um, <laughs> I mean they made several movies they did it looks like there's a kids book about it mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. seems pretty ingrained in the culture and I feel like you know it it's very possible so many accounts so I'm gonna go with Five and a half Yetis. Five and a half Yetis. I don't know. That. Wow,
0: that feels right. It feels right. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's, good. That's cool. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I want to say I'll probably do a good. I'm also higher than Dan. I mean, there's a lot of variety with its description, but I do wonder if it is like the Diprototon, that's maybe not extinct because some people, some things exist that we think died out and they're here. The Coelacanth, right? So I'm going to th- give it five and, and hope that it's actually a a living Diprototon or Nototherium. Nice. Okay.
1: I mean, it, some of the Outback is like, just like the Wild West, right? <laughs> like... It's I don't really know. I don't know.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot out there that people just don't know about. I believe that. And I've never been to Australia, but I heard yeah, the Outback is pretty extensive. I feel if like it I feel like if it's gonna exist anywhere, that's a
2: pretty good place for it to be existing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe old Ed Wolfrey really did hear the roar that <laughs> knocked all his bottles off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Could maybe. It's all. Boom. <laughs> all right, that's what I got. Excellent. You want to you <laughs> want to dive right in,
2: Alex? Sure. Um I wasn't sure. I haven't done a ton of cryptid research. Um and I was trying to think of something and somebody, my partner actually, uh suggest well just brought it up as a fun side note um and then I started researching it I felt like it was a really fun rabbit hole to go down and then Mm. I was like oh I'm just gonna pick this one for the podcast because it's it's fun it's recent um and you know there was photography there was newspapers and um modern times they were able to document it to some mm. degree. Whether that documentation is legit is definitely up for debate. But anyway, the quote unquote cryptid, and again, I'm not sure if it qualifies as a cryptid, but is the Dolby Spook. The Dolby Spook. Have you all heard of the I Dolby have Spook? Not heard of the Dolby Spook. Alright. Well, it is supposedly a talking mongoose like creature and by talking I mean English speaking conversational mongoose. Wow. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it basically started in the nineteen thirties and it lived with a family and the family is the ones that uh Started talking about him and telling people that they had this creature living with them.
0: I mean, if I had a talking (laughs) mongoose, I think I'd be (laughs) like, yo, come check out my talking mongoose. (laughs) Things are getting crazy over (laughs) in our house.
2: I wouldn't
1: tell nobody about that. No, uh, oh well
2: well. because then (laughs) other people
1: be like, Let me talk to your mongoose and be like, No.
2: You hear just knocks at three AM like, I'm here to talk to um the mongoose. I gotta borrow your mongoose. You know what? So This started in 1930, and it happened to this family. There were three family made up of three people. So the dad, James, mother's name was Margaret, and they had a 12 to 13 year old daughter. Okay, so like prepubescent, like Mm -hmm. um, right on the on the cusp cusp of of teen, yeah, rebellion. D- true, <laughs> yeah, it might factor in her age. Um, a daughter named Voire. Voire. Yeah.
0: That is a unique name I know, and for a James and Martha. I know, I don't know.
1: Is it Voire or is it Voira?
2: I actually have no idea how to say it. Voire or voyra, And my other sources also claim they didn't know how to say it. <laughs> <laughs> like podcasts and, and other mediums are like, I don't know how to say that girl's name. Um, I'm going with Voire, Okay, we'll go with that, yeah. So, this family lived in a remote farmhouse in the Dalby village, hence the creature's name, the Dalby spook. And the Dalby village is located on the Isle of Man, which is between Great Britain and Ireland. Okay. So, that's where we are on the globe. So, this Pick family pip. lived in a two-story farmhouse and they did not have any close neighbors maybe like a mile or so before they were to reach any neighbors so was a little secluded Mm -hmm. and this house was made of stone but it was insulated inside with walls like they added walls inside but there's a gap between the walls between the stone and the wood, okay on the inside, and Was that, that
0: like a common thing to do? I have no idea. <laughs> it's a little
2: strange, but that is apparently uh the habitat which this mongoose lived in, and what? So he lived between the walls. Yes, he lived between the walls, and that made it so that he could hide. He really liked it there, and he chose this house, I guess. I don't know if he was there before the family was there.
3: Hmm.
2: They don't really go into it. Um. What? Hmm?
1: Sorry, carry on. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh well, I, w- I was well. No, I, I I was looking up information about 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 this, and um, something I I read was the that the uh, the mongoose had been born in New Delhi in. 1852?
2: Well, that's what he said. Oh. Did you? Once he learned to speak. Okay. okay. He did ultimately introduce himself so to the So he family. didn't
0: know how to speak at first?
2: It doesn't seem like he did. I think he adapted to this family. He was in their walls. So the story is that he was living in their walls and they could hear him. They could hear like scratching and growling and just noises that was that was driving them crazy mm. so um they thought it was a rat which seems pretty logical and they did try to catch him um they did try to shoot at it you know cause that's
0: because that's because that's what you do when right. you see a creature <laughs> get your gun shoot first yep
1: well i don't know what that is so I better shoot somebody get the gun no.
0: Um, Paul, go get your gun.
1: (laughs) No, these are, these are old, these are English folk.
0: Oh, that's right. Pip, pip, Paul, go get your shooter.
2: Carry on, Uh, (laughs) Paul. Don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, all right. So to no avail, they could not get rid of it. And eventually this mongoose started talking to the daughter and only the daughter. Oh, okay. Um, well, oh, I kind of... Go back a little, but um, how he learned to talk is that the family noticed he would mimic noises like back Mm -hmm. at them. So apparently, they started making like animal noises and he would just mimic it back. And they were intrigued, they were having this like meow like a cat and he would meow back exactly. He Uh was able to mimic them and eventually he learned english that way i guess <laughs> um, <laughs> okay well
1: <laughs> it's smart va Vare.
3: va thank you
2: va there's no a in there but i well it's gaelic it's a different We'll we'll trust different language yes. phone research va
1: it, yeah it, it has gaelic orange it, oh
3: Oranges, or, oranges. Orang- orang- yes. oranges, yes, oranges. I, mean, <laughs> I meant what I said. I said what I meant.
2: So this creature learned to talk, and apparently the family also knew some other languages. Even though they were supposed to be poor, but I think they maybe got around traveling. Some.
1: Are you saying that poor people can't speak other languages? <laughs> I, I,
2: I, I played the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I really don't know. I feel like they're on an island and they're poor, but maybe they still get Man. around. You know, somehow these are different maybe, times.
1: Maybe it's just a peninsula. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> but true. I I haven't looked at this island. I don't know what it looks like or the geography very well. Um. So he learned some other words and other languages. He caught on quickly. And the thing about the mongoose is that he was actually,
0: ah, there's a picture. There's the Isle of Man right there. Okay.
1: Is it a peninsula? Uh, no, it's no, it's an looks island. looks
0: like an island. It's not a pe- peninsula.
1: Did the mongoose have a name?
2: Yeah, I'm almost there. Okay. Okay. So, the mongoose was in the daughter's bedroom in the walls of her bedroom, only mm-hmm. talking to her, which is suspicious in my book.
1: Right, yeah. it's kind of like uh, the princess and the frog.
2: Right, why would he only choose her? I guess he had some comfort level with, with her. Thumbelina,
1: mm. Thumbelina, I don't know. <laughs> Animals that only talk to kids, <laughs> creepy. <laughs> what is wrong with that? <laughs> yeah,
2: and he wasn't the nicest at first. So he would throw things. He would sh- once he learned to talk, he was shouting like obscenities and just being oh. a jerk basically Oh, you should
1: marry me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what his deal was. Man. Um, was, I mean, that sounds even worse.
1: Be my I wife know. and I'll make I'll be a person.
0: Mhm. Did, did he propose? <laughs> no,
2: no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> So yes, he wasn't so nice. Um and the family actually moved the daughter out
0: of her bedroom into their bedroom to
2: <laughs> keep her safe because they were like, That guy is not
0: <laughs> that mongoose guy <laughs> that we haven't heard talk, but you have, is clearly yeah um, being mean. Right. <laughs> Something
2: like that. And um but eventually they grew to like him. <laughs> They they did became he friends, grow I guess. kinder,
0: or they just got used to his insults, and were like, "Yeah, we cool,
1: that oh. like Roger on <laughs> on American Dad, I haven't seen that that's an alien oh <laughs> oh, the yeah. alien, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I do know the alien, even though I have not really watched that show but, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so they did grow to like him, and they called a truce and <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but you live in our walls. You <laughs> follow our rules. Yeah.
1: Uh, you don't try to marry our daughter and we'll <laughs> leave you alone.
2: Don't harass her, yeah. And well he said um he would protect the daughter. And then in exchange they would feed him his favorite food. Which was other which children. Like n- not other children, luckily. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon, milk, I actually can't remember all the things he I liked. I mean, bacon is pretty yummy. Yeah, he had good taste, for sure, high class taste. Oh, but let's get to his name, because you did Who? ask, does he have a name? Does he? So I assume when they got on good terms with the mongoose, the mongoose officially introduced himself. So he said that his name is Jeff. Jeff. Really? And it's spelled G F. in case Hmm. you need
0: to know that. It's Um, a very common name (laughs) compared to the daughter. (sighs) He said he's
2: 83 years old, born in 1852, and that he is from New Delhi, India, as you said, Dan. And in addition, he's from the fifth dimension. Oh. And is the eighth wonder of the world.
0: He just... He laid it out he on the table. Like, <laughs> I'm Jeff from New Delhi, mm-hmm. 80 years old. You know, fifth dimension being and a order talking monkeys. of the world. Mm-hmm. I Deal mean, you kind of got to give it to him. That's that's bold. I know bold way to introduce yourself. <laughs> Oh, and Mike I'll describe drop. him too,
2: because I I'm not sure that he is a mongoose, but that's the closest thing we know. He
1: is a shapeshifter. He's a bold faced liar. <laughs> he couldn't have like a. He's a pugwudgie.
2: A snout. <laughs> what was the owl? Owl snout. Yeah, snout of an owl. So he was described as a bushy tail, like a squirrel, with yellow brown fur, bright eyes, s- small ears. Pushed in face I don't understand that Like a
0: pug I know That's
2: what I think Like a pug (laughs) Who knows And his This is the coolest part Is his paws
1: Does a mongoose have a pug face? I thought a mongoose had like a I think it looks like More like a
2: ferret or
3: something
1: Yeah Yeah
2: I don't know where the
0: push-in face comes from. I
2: don't know how many people described him that way, but at least one person.
0: Maybe he got punched one too many times for being a meanie head. Right. (laughs) Sounds like he deserved it.
1: (laughs) Who are these people describing these creatures?
2: Some people. And what about his paws? So his paws are more like hands. And by hands, I'm assuming they mean human hands. That would be creepy. But he only has, let's see, three fingers and then a thumb. And I actually have a photograph. I don't know if I should show that later. I'll show you now. There's a photo of Jeff. This is a photo of the dad. And this is supposedly Jeff reaching through the the walls. Can you see the hands?
0: What? I don't. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So he's, is he pointing?
2: That's his hands? I mean, those are Jeff's hands, I guess. Wait, how big is Jeff? Uh, He's only supposed to be like a foot or less.
0: Those Mm -hmm. seem like big hands. Yeah, he's supposed to have big hands. (laughs) (laughs) Like eighth wonder of the world and big
2: hands. Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Did they only ever
1: see his hands and, and not
2: yeah I don't think he made many appearances,
1: so I'll just stay in the wall here, man so uh, <laughs> you know, don't yeah. worry about it. I'm not like some my, hands. Yeah. my hands though you, <laughs> you know the previous em? family who lived here, they didn't like just put their like weird mutant child in the wall and board it up yeah that's why you know <laughs> my name's actually Hugo. I never learned how to talk, and um. I'm only actually, like, 15 years old, and I'm really just upset about being... I mean... Yeah. Because, you know, when there were, like, birth defects, people just kind of, like...
3: Mm,
2: right. Toss
1: those kids.
0: And this family was yeah. like, let's make a crazy story.
1: So you just give me a bunch of bacon, huh?
0: This is Jeff. Nope. We didn't have another child. What? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jeff... Jeff was the child that they didn't discard. <laughs> <laughs> he only knew that name because he heard it all the time.
2: <laughs> Let's see. So you've seen Jeff's hands. We saw his hands. Supposedly. Supposed hands. hands. Um. So, how do you say her name again? Vary? But
1: I don't
3: remember. I
2: forget, <laughs> darn
0: it. Rewind. Vare. I'm going to go with Vary.
3: Vary.
2: Vary. Bo Ray um, said that he was nine inches to a foot long with a high-pitched voice. And he also had super hearing and could hear conversations from far away and repeat them. So he became kind of like gossipy. He just loved, like, I guess, listening in and being like,
0: I heard this. Did you hear what (laughs) James said this afternoon about Martha? Exactly.
2: (laughs) And he even was able to, I guess, you know, later down the line when people were visiting this family to check out whether or not this was even real, um, I guess he was able to say what was in people's bags, visitors' bags, and then it would be true. So he
0: can just, like, mm, you've like got telepathic gloves in know. your bag. I think your wallet is in your bag. Yes. That kind of <laughs> I think so. <that's-
3: laughs>
2: I wish I had more detail, but that's interesting.
1: I can smell that your, your bag is full of cheese.
2: Open it up right away. All um, oh right, so let's see where we are. Um, the daughter did teach at nursery rhymes, and she so she was later interviewed later in her life, and she said that she and Jeff actually became inseparable, played games through the wall, through the wall. No. <laughs>
3: Your oh, Jeff, are you there?
2: Hello. Played Played games. Shared sweets together. But, okay, so here's the thing is, apparently he did eventually leave, but he would only leave with her. He would follow her around, and part of his pact with the family was that he would protect her, so he would follow her out and then throw rocks at anyone who was trying to, like, interact with her and be like, get
1: out of here. Oh, shite. Who's this little mutant <laughs> thing?
0: That's very interesting. Ah, I know. And they yeah. never got a picture of him when he went on these walks with her? I've got a couple to show you. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, in
2: fact, I'll show you in just a second. Let's see what else it says here. Um, so he was eventually her protector, Vare, follower follow her into the fields, throw stones at anyone who talked to her, and he would strangle rabbits while he was out and give them to the Irving family. That's their last name.
0: Oh, so... To sell or eat. what I caught for you kind of a thing? Yeah, friendly gestures.
2: Um. So, yeah. Here's some more pictures. Um, I'll get into that, actually, because... I wanted to talk about... There were investigators that visited... Oh, really? ...to check out the legitimacy of this claim. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that the family was respected... So they were. I mean, they were. Well, they were not. uh, They were regarded as respectable people. So I think that people didn't think of them as crazy or strange. So when they did say, you know, that they had this talking mongoose, "Hmm,
0: that that sounds crazy, but we like you, so yeah, we'll look into that. Yeah, they gave him maybe the benefit of the (laughs) doubt. I don't know.
2: (laughs) So there were some kind of famous-y folks that um, got involved. One of the um, people to take an interest was Harry Price. Um, I'm not super familiar with these folks, but apparently um, he was a British psychic researcher and author. And he gained public prominence for his investigations into physical phenomena and he would also help expose fraudulent spiritualist mediums. Hmm. So that's Harry Price. Um, He took an interest in it, so he sent a colleague to investigate. And the colleague said, well, at the time of the visit, saw no evidence that Jeff existed. But when he was leaving the house, I imagine with his back turned, I don't know, said he heard a shrill scream and a voice asking, Who was that man? That would have been Jeff's voice, I think. Who was that? Man? Who was that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another person who got involved was Nandor
0: Fodor. Nandor? Nandor. Y'all know Nandor? Nandor. Well, I mean, from a TV <laughs> show. Different Nandor. Oh, well, but okay. you don't hear that name very often. No, I guess not.
1: Can you do a, you got a Nandor?
0: Guillermo, come. <laughs> no.
1: You got to give it a little bit of a lisp and like whatever accent he's, he's trying to swing. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah.
2: Nandor Fedor, a British and American. I don't understand. A British American. Okay, that sounds good. A <laughs> British American. <laughs> Parapsychologist, psychoanalyst, author of Journalist of Hungary, and he was of a Hungarian Oregon, or Oregon, origin, <laughs> Oregon, <laughs> <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> Hungarian, Oregon, yeah. a Hungarian, Oregon as well. We,
0: I love Oregon that part of our state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: okay.
2: So he was one of the leading authorities on poltergeists and hauntings, paranormal phenomena. I believe they're called poultry geist, <laughs> poultry, poultry geist, <laughs> and um, let's see see so he stayed at the Irving's house for a whole week and he didn't hear or see Jeff um but a whole Jeff week. doesn't
1: he, he <laughs> did Jeff
2: go on vacation he's <laughs> not
1: gonna perform
2: I, I well I did didn't include this in my notes but he was scared of being put in a bottle and like you know, trapped, essentially. been in a science experiment. He lives in a wall. Right. He's kind of shy and he doesn't want to be
0: captured or something. I mean, a wall is kind of trapping, in my opinion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your life is a trap, boy.
2: So, Fedor did not believe that there was a deliberate deception that was happening, um, but he thought it could be a a compl- a psychological complex. Um
0: and like maybe the like the daughter a s- had a complex or the whole family?
2: It actually says it could be a split off part of Jim Irving's personality. So hmm. I don't know if they after Nandor stayed there, Nandor Fedor, he thought maybe a good he name. had split personality, the father? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But it was the daughter who first, you know, interacted with the uh, with Jeff, so I'm not quite S- sure.
0: But if it's the father, it did out. the father follow the daughter and throw rocks at people? He could, I mean,
3: <laughs> maybe
2: <laughs> the dad had this elaborate scheme to scare his daughter <laughs> with dad, his other
1: personality. Wha- dad, why do you keep asking me to call you Jeff? <laughs> <You're> My <laughs> name is Jeff. I'm a little mongoose. It's
2: not James, it's Jeff. So there were some other account people who visited who did say they heard Jeff speak, um, a reporter at the Manchester Daily You DNA know, every dispatch. time the
1: dad just disappeared. Yeah. And he just stuck a few of his fingers through the wall. <laughs> Hello. i Thank you.
2: Captain M.H. McDonald, businessman and racing driver, paid three visits, visits to the farm and heard Jeff speak. Inside and out of the house. But he and had thrown stone at him on during his visit.
0: Really? He got stones stone? thrown? He got the full
2: treatment. I don't know why he huh. he was able to see Jeff. Hmm. And then someone at the BBC said there was good evidence to believe Jeff was real. Um that's all I know from that BBC guy, 'cause he thinks <laughs> someone there believes There's it. there's <laughs> some good evidence here. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i from <convinced>. the bbc <laughs> so um eventually the home was put up for sale and it was sold for less than they wanted because the house was considered haunted mm-hmm. or the some phenomena that people weren't comfortable with um so it was purchased by a man named leslie graham and in 1946, Graham claimed he had caught it. And there is a photo of him, which I didn't print out, but um, of him holding up Jeff, made it to the paper. Really? The thing is that in that photo, the image looks like a large creature. And it's dark, like black and white looking, more like a potentially a badger. Mm-hmm. But he said he caught it and um, let people believe he caught it, I guess. So that's that.
1: This Vajra, he said hello to me.
2: I was like, boom, boom.
1: Put him in a box.
2: (laughs) Tried to shoot it. Because that's what you do. So (laughs) the family did provide some evidence. And that's where I'll get to these pictures. So one reporter did ask for Vare to take some pictures. Because when that reporter was there, he wouldn't see Jeff. So he was like, well, if Jeff is comfortable with you, can you take the pictures and I'll come get them. Seems him. reasonable. So here's what what she took. took. They are very low res, grainy, kind of just...
0: That's... Picks. A, so that's...
2: Yeah, they're both of Jeff. On, no. like, a fence. On a fence. Outside. Um, And... I don't see those big hands in those pictures. Right,
0: where are the hands? Where are the I human know. hands? I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. It just looks like a little booth.
2: A top a fence top. I don't know what that is. It could be. I think maybe like a fur, like a fur piece, like a scarf or something. I don't know.
0: A hat? A hat for a hat <laughs> that they just like placed on top for hat
2: of. Hat on a coast. Coast. <laughs> like a Davy Crockett type hat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, They also supplied were able to take some molds of uh, oh, do I have those? Oh, the hands of Jeff. But they're deemed to not be real because you can see there's all different sizes and
0: None of those hands match.
2: None of the hands match. No. So they're believed to maybe just be fake. <laughs> <laughs> and also they were somebody, scientists scientist or somebody, was given a batch of his hair. And the hair matched the family dog. <laughs> so, unfortunately, there isn't any concrete evidence. That's what Aww. we've got to go by. All right. I thought I would go over some theories as to what was going on. Yeah. Jeff was real. Um, so some folks thought it was a publicity stunt by the Irvings, but um, they didn't sell their house for as much as they wanted, and they didn't really make any money off of it.
3: Hmm.
2: And um, it even says that Jeff was offered, or I guess the family was offered 50000 for six months to tour the United States. But Jeff turned it down and screamed, they would put me in a bottle. Uh. <laughs> so they didn't take them up on that offer. Um, I, <laughs> no. um.
1: I won't be your science
2: experiment. And then v- Vare, um, who was interviewed late in her life, so she died in 2005. But she maintained in her old older age that that was absolutely real that it did happen, um, and this is a quote from her. She said, "Jeff was very dentri- detrimental to my life. We were snubbed. The other children used to call me the Spook. I have to, I had to leave the Isle of Man, and I hope that no one where I work now ever knows the story. Jeff has even kept me from getting married." Um, how can I ever tell a man's family about what happened?
1: So,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: Probably not a publicity stunt in considering those <laughs> details.
1: Still think of it <laughs> just your dad was a creep.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um ventriloquism, maybe Varay was ventriloquize. yeah. Ventriloquizing, <laughs> ventriloquizing, <laughs> and um, <laughs>
1: I believe they refer to that as throwing one's voice.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's another way to say it. Sure, as <laughs> uh,
2: some people uh, say, that she would have had to have been really good to have fooled the people who claim to have heard him speak. Um, and she He's says,
1: He's in the wall, wall, wall. <laughs> don't you hear him echo?
2: She's quoted to say, believe me, if I was that good, I would jolly well be making money from it now.
0: I would jolly well be making my
2: money. <laughs> exactly. Oi, boyo. <laughs> I like that. Um. Lastly, people think it was actually a poltergeist. Um, because, and you guys can fact check me out. I don't really know a lot about poltergeists, but... And we
0: are definite
2: experts. Yeah,
0: I get that sense.
2: And we fact-checked. <laughs> and you, yeah, you fact-checkers over <laughs> mm-hmm. here. Um, yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs>
1: Check of the facts.
2: I think they connect with young women or young ladies, like in their kind of the same age as Veray. They, they tend to haunt young girls. I don't know if that's true. I've heard that theory. Yeah. And that they're kind of more ill-willed. And while Jeff, I think Jeff was more complicated. I think he had good and <laughs> maybe bad, he needed a therapist yeah <laughs> psycho um but yeah so was it a poltergeist i'm not sure but a lot of people maintain that there's might might have been a connection there also i don't think poltergeists take a form like jeff i don't think so and i think jeff even said that he is not a ghost or spirit
0: yeah, okay. no, he's from the fifth dimension, right? Oh, that's right? right.
2: Oh, yeah. He's got yeah. his old
0: backstory laid out. Eighth wonder of the world. Correct. I want to know more. Did he talk more about being from the fifth mm-hmm. dimension? Because that uh, sounds interesting I'd to me. I to know more. I don't know. Um,
2: I'm going to leave you all with a last quote from Vare. She said, it was not a hoax, and I wish it had never happened. If my mother and I had had our way we never would have told anybody about it but father was sort of wrapped up in it <laughs> it was such a wonderful phenomenon that he just had to tell people about it so
0: interesting that's that which makes you think it was more the father's deal i mean he's the only one pictured with it you know but is
2: he? Yeah, are I those really hands? Know I don't know those are hands.
0: Did he just make those out of like clay? Pipe cleaners? <laughs> um. <laughs> it's
2: hard to say with these old pictures, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. As far as like pop culture references, I'm not aware of that many. Um, I think there's a book called Jeff, The Strange Tale of an Extra Special Talking Mongoose. So if you Want to read a book about Jeff? That's a book about Jeff. That's a book about Jeff. Twenty seventeen is when it was published. There's a song about Jeff. Mm. A song about Jeff by the band called Lemon Demon, and the song title is Eighth Wonder. <laughs> it is an actually a really good song. It's like a pop or like an indie pop song, and I really like it. So. Again, that is... That sounds intriguing.
0: By Lemon... Lemon Demon. Lemon Demon. That's also an interesting name. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a
2: really interesting band, like, all around. And
0: What are some of those lyrics?
2: I have the lyrics.
0: I know, which is why I asked. (laughs) What are some of those lyrics? (laughs) Mm,
2: Okay. Lyrics. Extra clever, earthbound spirit. Ghost in the form of a mongoose. And I have hands and I have feet. I'll never die. I am a freak. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm here. I'm living in the wall. I know I might be small, but I, I, I am a freak. (laughs) That will never know who I am. I am the fifth dimension. I'll split the atom. And if you see me, you're paralyzed. Pillar of Salt, you're mummified. Um, it goes on, talks about mm-hmm. being born
0: in India. Cool. I mean, they did bring up Eighth Wonder and uh, Fifth Dimension, so mm-hmm, that's cool. Yeah, well,
2: covers the basics. Although,
0: I mean, I don't think Jeff called himself a freak. He was, I think he did. Did he? I didn't include that. I in felt in like he was very time. proud of what he was. I know. I'm from the Fifth Dimension, I'm 80. I'm the Eighth Wonder of the World, baby. Maybe he's a proud freak, though. I'm pretty sure he called himself a freak Hmm. in something
2: I read. I just didn't include it, but I think that's legit.
0: Dan, you've been quiet. What's going on?
1: I don't know. I don't have anything to say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: don't even know if this is a a legit cryptid.
0: I think it's an interesting story. It's certainly a creature of some kind. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a creature, cryptid. Uh, That's really what they are.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Are we ready for the
3: yeti?
1: Yeah. Am I, am I going first? Do you uh, want to? <laughs> I'm gonna give it two yetis. It was <laughs> the dead. <gasps> it was the dead. Mm-hmm. It was well, definitely this has the been dead.
3: a
0: really low ranking episode for you.
1: Uh you know, it's been a while and I I You've think I've grown think more cynical, clearly. I'm cynical, skeptic. I mm-hmm. just need more proof.
0: You never used to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Once a molder, now a scully. Gosh,
0: what's happened? To it you? happens. Hmm. Yep. Well, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with. Mm, I like the story. I want more of the fifth dimension stuff because mm-hmm. that was like what. I'm. I'm going to say four. Yep. Mm, mm, it's kind of high. It's a little,
2: it's high. A little, it's a little high. high. It's a little high. Yeah. Hmm, well, I haven't thought about this in advance, but I'm going to go with, I like half stars for some reason, (laughs) two and a half stars. Okay, great, great. I really, I really, for some reason, buy into the multiple personality disorder.
0: I mean, that seems like it could be.
1: Or, you know, it could be like that little goblin in Cat's Eye. Yeah. The cat's like, oh Comes Have the you wall. not
0: seen that movie? Oh, do you
2: think I've seen? No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, it I'm unfortunately very. Yeah, it's old.
1: It is old. Yeah, there's like a, in a a scene where like um it it's kind of like a a medley of like stories in in one movie, but like one of the little stories, like a cat like goes down a person's throat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> with its with its paw and it
1: oh the whole cat oh the whole, whole cat, cat goes in
2: oh my yeah. gosh
1: but yeah the little goblin like kind of lives in the and l- like comes like its portal's kind of in the wall and it like goes and tries to like suck the soul out of this little girl and the cat kind of protects her Oh. yeah
2: very interesting is that a Stephen King
1: no uh, I, don't I don't know I don't know I used to have it on DVD I don't know if I still do but yeah so uh. You give it two and a half, two and a half yetties. It is Stephen King. Oh.
2: Yeah, I give it two and a half yetties. Yep.
1: Okay. Uh, I feel like
2: I went really
0: high now. Uh, I don't know. I like to believe. Someone's got to believe in Jeff. I don't know that I want (laughs) to believe. Like, he seemed like a jerk, honestly. Yeah. A little bit of a jerk.
1: Yeah. Is he actually a honey badger? I don't (laughs)
2: know. Yes, perhaps. We don't know.
0: Alright. thank you guys for Thanks
3: for presenting <laughs>
0: the Dolby Spook or Jeff the Mongoose. That's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. I hadn't heard of had heard of him before. Yeah. Very interesting.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Damn.
1: What? Why are you looking at me?
0: I don't know. what what you got? Did you come prepared? No. I know. <laughs> I just wanted to put you on the spot. <laughs> There's
1: no spot to put me on. This is what I do. I do this part of it. The I set things up and I record. Any comments? I comment.
0: Kind of like a producer. Yes, as a producer. You could say that. Somewhat. Producer Dan.
1: Comic relief. You know. <laughs> Comic relief.
3: All right, well
1: is that a show? Are we is done? Is that
3: a
0: show? Are we good? Is there anything so. else? Like, Alex, how, how was your
2: podcasting time? Oh, this was great. Uh, it's my first time, and um, it's an honor to be with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining the the cast of Myth Taken here. Love this podcast, mm. so <laughs> glad to be on it and share a story. Just wait for all the fan mail you get. It'll come rolling in. Oh. <laughs> can't wait I'll keep my mailbox wide and
0: open yeah, we'll and ready. be sure to post your email don't oh, yeah. worry okay all of your
2: yeah. address yeah yes. all the great
0: all the details <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> everyone's gonna be just going wild i'm sure
0: yep wild and crazy okay well if that's it then thanks guys it's been fun it's been real
1: Yep, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and uh there's a Gmail too, I think. I don't there know. There
0: is. There is a there's we have an email address. Yeah.
1: Yep. I don't know what any of those things look like as far as um <gasps> URLs or paths to connect to them. Mm-hmm. Uh but if you made it here, you've probably already been there. So
0: <laughs> If you've made it here,
2: do You've you been there. Yeah. Do you guys take like um, listener suggestions? We have Of course.
0: Wants. Oh, you did? We oh, did. Cool. Yeah. Want, yeah oh, I believe nice. this Nally Gaster was a user suggestion. Very cool. I think our Gmail is just myth taken podcast at gmail.com. Oh, really? It's mm-hmm.
1: not myth taken like some of the other stuff? Uh,
0: no. I think it's just okay. myth podcast.
1: Well, that's cool. Yeah. All right.
0: Um uh, Email (laughs) us and we might check it. Honestly, we're gonna see things through Instagram more than the other places because that's just how it is. But however you want to get at us, go for it. Give us (laughs) suggestions.
3: Let us (laughs) know. Bye. Bye. Later, meet (laughs) us.